Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Produced by the iLab at WBUR Boston. The feed is dark and full of terrors. I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) It means, yes, we are still on break for just a few more weeks, but we're back very soon with lots of brand new Endless Thread content for you. In the meantime, we are ramping up with some bonus stuff because you missed us. And we missed you. And Amory missed the first seven seasons of Game of Thrones. (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) But as season eight kicks off, we figured we'd put something in the feed for the free folk. And also, Amory does have a little bit of a connection to the hit HBO show. She covered the theme music live in concert. Yes, I did, because there are a lot of you fantasy dorks out there. Yes, and now we are going to cover some theories about the show with the help of two of our WBUR colleagues. And one of the moderators of the Game of Thrones subreddit, one of the many, many Game of Thrones subreddits, we should say. Yes, so many. But first, let's nerd out. Oh, but also, here be dragons. As in, spoilers. Okay, so we have Caitlin O'Keefe and Kat Brewer in the studio with us. They are both incredibly accomplished producers in the iLab. That's WBUR's podcast unit. But today, they are representing as WBUR's biggest Game of Thrones nerds, hands down. Woo woo! (laughs) (laughs) Kat and Caitlin, welcome. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, so you guys have an eight-page document full of predictions. Uh, You will not shut up about this show, and so we thought you should not shut up about Game of Thrones for a little while on our show uh, because you guys are awesome and all of your thoughts are deep and uh, and interesting to us. And full of terrors. Deep deep and full of terrors. (laughs) Even for Amory, who has never seen the show. Um, So I think I'm going to call this episode an Endless Thrones episode. Uh, and um, we're excited to hear your theories. I'm a Game of Thrones noob, as I think you two know. Ben says to say, a girl has no idea. (laughs) And I don't know why I'm saying that, but I'll say it. Um, Caitlin, can you give me like a 30-second description of what Game of Thrones is? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so Game of Thrones is basically... 
A deep investigation of power, right? So when Game of Thrones begins, how do I do this in 30 seconds, you guys? <laughs> that was <laughs> this good. Feels, this feels unfair. That art felt very smart. <laughs> when Game of Thrones begins, there's a power structure in place. There's an Iron Throne, um, which belongs to the ruler of the Seven Kingdoms of, of Westeros. And when the show begins, that throne is held by Robert Baratheon, who is the king, the lord of the Seven Kingdoms. Um, then... Spoilers, guys. Um, yeah, you need a big spoiler at the top. Big of it. spoiler alert. alert yeah. <laughs> um, Robert Baratheon is killed, dies, and the power structure that exists is thrown into chaos. And over time, you see characters who have power lose it. You have you see characters who, in the beginning of the show. Um, sort of are, are in positions of extreme weakness, whether because they're women, whether because they're bastards, whether because in the case of one character, because he's a dwarf, you see them gain power. Um, and it's sort of just a progression of, it's just a, a political um, political epic. And then also there are zombies <laughs> um, that are coming to kill everyone. <laughs> and dragons. And dragons. I'm sorry, yes, and dragons. There's magic. We asked Kat and Caitlin which characters they see themselves as in the show. So Kat thinks of herself as badass underdog warrior the Hound. Caitlin thinks of herself as Marjorie Tyrell, a more peaceful or diplomatic force for good, I would say, in the show. Then we asked them to say which characters match us. I think Amory is Catelyn. Oh, but then she's dead. I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) I was going to say... Not in looks, but Amory is Sam. Huh. Interesting. She's a learned, thoughtful person. Yep. Who's helping out. Yeah. Who's producing. Yep. I mean, Sam's producing this whole thing. That's true. <laughs> Maybe. There's a theory that Sam's the writer of, of the show. Of the Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I like so. that. Yeah. I could see that. I just think Amory is Catelyn because Catelyn is extremely fierce she is a force. She's yeah. really a force. Yeah. And I think yeah. Amory is a force. But she makes some pretty big mistakes. I don't think Amory would make those mistakes. <laughs> I don't think I would either. <laughs> Her last act before she is killed is to slit the throat of a young, innocent woman. That's what Ooh. I'm saying. True. I don't know that Amory would be slitting throats no. like yeah. that. We know I can get a little stabby, though. She, just wants she, to- <laughs> does, she can get a little stabby. She gets stabby. It's she true. just wants to hang out in the library and solve the issues. That yeah, sounds like me. True. Who's been in this scenario? You go first. Oh, I my first my first thought was uh, Davos. Oh, that's good. He's that's the, better than mine. Which one is Davos? Davos is He's the Onion Knight. Yeah, he's sort of the sage advisor to kings. Yes, and so he was originally the son of a crabber. Yeah, the son of a crab. I don't know if you're the son of a crabber. <laughs> Then now he's helping out John, and it's and it's great, and I just love him, and he can sit on the Iron Throne. Oh wait, he's that. the guy with the pinky missing. Yes, because yes. Santa's cut uh, off yeah. his pinky. Yes, and he loses. Yeah, yeah. he loses his son. Yeah, that's good. Son. I'll happily yeah. accept that. And yeah. Onion Knight's a good title for you. Yeah. I, see, I was going to say Hot Pie, but 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 Davos is better. Wait, hot who's pie? Hot Pie? <laughs> hot Pie is like Arya's sidekick. <laughs> Who's a really good baker? I don't even know if Ben can bake. I don't know that either. Hot Pie is like one of the forces for good in the universe, though. He's just one of the people who he eventually just finds an inn 
to you know bake pie at, and that's where he is. Um, yeah, but you that's know, me. He's, he's just lovely. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind Baking of out of the pies. way of the fighting, but he's like he's a force for good. Wow, I had picked for myself uh, John Snow and Podrick combined. So that's, um, um, for I don't know what that re- means, but I'm going to laugh. Uh, but uh, but neither of those are accurate. So I I think that I would happily accept uh, hot pie and onion night. I think that's a good combo. Can each of you share your craziest fan theory? Cat, we'll start with you. My fan theory is mostly a fan hope in that. And so I think it's fair to say that most people know there's a big battle in episode three of the six episodes left. And I hope that the Night King and all of his zombies die and we don't have to deal with the Night King anymore. Because the Night King for me is the most boring part of Game of Thrones. I like all the politics and the people. And I want to see Danny and Cersei fight. And I want to see the Battle of King's Landing in between people. And I don't really care about this zombie story at all. Mm. So I, that's my fan theory. And John will kill, kill the Night King. And then John, and then my concern John is... Snow? John Snow? Snow, yes. Okay. Good job, Amory. <laughs> <laughs> I know one John. Well done. Well done. <laughs> series, yep. And I know winter is coming. What right, about you, Caitlin? Caitlin? What about you? Yeah. My, you know... I'm not, I don't really love the Game of Thrones theorizing as much. I feel like the crazy theor- theories get a little too crazy. Oh, sometimes. come on. No. Just go no, there. Okay, yeah. sorry. No fun. I'm sorry. I do love the theory, though, that Sam is the author of The Song of Ice and Fire. And I actually read a really interesting interview that John Bradley, the actor who plays um, Sam Tarley, did with the New York Times the other day, where he said, that like he loves that idea too, especially because it makes you have to go back and reevaluate the entire show um, and think about like, is Sam, would Sam be portraying things differently given where his own allegiances lie? Mm. So I sort of love that idea and, and the, the cast that that would throw over the entire show. Anything else? You got any parting words? The big thing that I'm wondering about um, as the sh- as the show wraps up is that you know for seven seasons we've had this like intricate political drama with all of these characters and these like as i said these machinations of power and now it's becoming a story about good versus evil and sort of simple good versus simple evil and i'm just really curious about which story they're going to end up foregrounding like Mm. whether it's going to ultimately be a story about good versus evil or whether it's going to be true to what it always has been which is like sort of a deconstruction of as Alyssa rosenberg said in the washington post today like a deconstruction (laughs) of the idea of what fantasy is and Mm. fantasy epics are in the good versus evil um sort of setup so that's my big question all right well thank you guys (laughs) for uh your um totally badass WBUR slash Game of Thrones awesome nerdery. How's WBUR? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you can keep up with Caitlin and Kat's reactions to the show every week on Twitter and until their hit Game of Thrones podcast launches. Any minute now, you can follow them at Cat A Brew. That is Cat with a K and Kate E O'Keefe. That is C A I T E O K E E F E. Thanks, you two. No worries. Happy to do it. Thanks, you guys. Back with the mod in a minute.
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The world's clean energy future relies on ancient elements still in the ground. Without mining, there will not be a clean energy transition. But pulling them out of the ground comes at an environmental and human cost. Mining is intrusive, but the results are the building blocks for products that we use every single day. I'm Meghna Chakrabarty. Join me on point for Elements of Energy, Mining for a Green Future, five special episodes. Listen and follow On Point wherever you get your podcasts. Did you kill Marlene Johnson? I think you're one of the first people to have actually asked. From WBUR and ZSP Media, this is Beyond All Repair. A new podcast about an unsolved murder that will leave you questioning everything. Somebody should be in jail for murdering my sister. A woman who's never been believed. As long as they think I have done this, then they're not looking for who actually did this. And that's what makes it a cold case. No, it's a botched case. And a search for the truth, once and for all. Wow, it just gets more interesting. Beyond All Repair. Listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts. Be careful. You're digging in a place that's been very peaceful for a while. Do it anyway. Dig. Okay, so Game of Thrones has a lot of subreddits, and we wanted to hear from a moderator of one of those communities, Stuart Ward known as B.W. Phoenix on Reddit. We called him up on Skype. Hello? Hey there, how's it going? Hey, is this Stuart? It is, yeah. Wonderful, this is Amory. Thanks so much for uh, for responding to my message. No worries, happy to help out. Stuart, where are you from? I am from Scotland. I thought so. Doesn't give it away, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love it, I love it. Are, are any Game of Thrones episodes filmed there? I feel like that would be... A good... uh, yeah, well, there's parts of the, the pilot were filmed in Scotland, and um, they scrapped most of the pilot, but a few scenes they kept for episode one. So there's a, a few little scenes in Scotland in the very first episode, but by and large, there's there's nothing in Scotland. What Despite... can, you, can you hit us with the little scenes? Do you remember what the little scenes in the first episode were? Uh, yeah, so there's a couple of the scenes in Winterfell. Shots of Winterfell are... are um, and the, this is the kind of the pilot that got scrapped because they really didn't like how it went. Mm. But um, yeah, there's a couple of Winterfell scenes that were shot in Scotland. Some of the bends in the glens. Exactly. Well, <laughs> you know, they've, they've not made enough use of them. Maybe the prequels will. Mm. <laughs> and on a scale from like one to you could recite every line from every episode of Game <laughs> of Thrones, where are you on the, the fandom nerd spectrum? You know, like, a while ago, maybe I thought it was quite high up, but um, being on the subreddit so much, you just see some people who are so good at it. <laughs> it just makes you think, like, wow, maybe I don't know that much. So, yeah. Um, Interesting well, choice know, of words. Good at it. Yeah. What's an example <laughs> of that when someone has clearly out you? 
Well, we do um, we do this we do trivia's every couple of weeks, and um, there's one of the the common things we do is we do um, kind of fill in the quotes, and it's just absolutely. I mean, you can literally just you know you just you pick a scene, put a couple of words from a quote in, and people fill it in, and it's just like uh, they can just recite it like wow. from a couple of words. How big would you say this show is on Reddit? Yeah, so um, it's massive. I mean, it's really, really massive. Um, you know, last year was the first year that, of all the TV show subreddits, Game of Thrones wasn't the um, the most frequently commented on subreddit. Uh, for the first time, RuPaul's Drag Race overtook it. Um, <laughs> very different shows. I like very that spectrum, shows. though. Are they yeah. though, yeah, Amory? Are they? Are they that know, different? Ben, I don't know. I've never seen either show. They I both mean, involve intense competition. There's a lot uh, of backstabbing. Yeah, there's a lot of backstabbing. Exactly. You know, Stuart. It's, yeah, just the so far human apart. condition at its core. <laughs> um, and this season's going to be the wildest yet. So it's just enormous. Tell us about the throne pool. What is it? Yeah, so basically one of the things about having like such a big community is that a lot of content gets drowned out, you know, because there's so many people posting after an episode. It's scary. Um, <laughs> you know, you have that queue, which is like all, all the new posts coming in, and we can have three moderators on that, like just removing posts, and they'll never run into each other because it's just coming in so fast. Wow. Yeah, so the Stone Pool basically was our way of, with the help of the admins, who've been really helpful, um, giving people a chance to choose what character they want to win the Iron Throne. So we, we picked out kind of 14 key characters and said to people, you know, which is not who do you think will win, but who do you want to win? Um, and the, that gives them a kind of spin-off subreddit to go to and they can like join their fellow Sansa fans in that community and just post memes mainly, I think. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so so um, who do you want to win and who do you think will win if those are different things? Mm, yeah, professionally, I have to vote professionally. Whatever the equivalent for that is, volunteers. But um, <laughs> I have to say, I have to say, Bran, because that's the one I'm dealing with. Um, personally, I do want Sansa to rule an independent North. Ooh, uh, very Scottish perspective. It's, isn't it? Yeah, you caught that there. But it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's true. Look, uh, you know, the North is going to be going through so much strife, and they're going to have to they're going to have to bear the brunt of this war against the dead so i think they've they've earned their they've earned their, their chance to have we go at themselves we go at it themselves and i think Sansa yeah. would be good to do it um who do i think will win it well i wasn't sure and then hp will put out um their kind of promo for the series and it was for the throne hashtag for the throne mm-hmm. and i was not alone in saying after that hbo you're just you're just setting us up for the two no throne aren't you they just that's the right. You know, they're putting such a big emphasis on who's going to win the throne. I think it's a, a red herring right there. Oh. But, but I'm very bad at predictions. So despite reading the subreddit so much. So <laughs> <laughs> um, what is uh, the, the Free Folk and the other subreddit battle all about? Can you explain that? Basically, with the Free Folk sites, um, you can, everyone there has read the leaks. You know, they're really into to reading the leaks. Uh-huh. And. And they're very lax on rules. Otherwise, it gets bigger. They have to put in some more. Whereas Game of Thrones and our subreddit, we, generally speaking, people don't want leaks. Um, so we don't allow leaks. So there's a little bit of Anybody who leaks gets stabbed in the stomach you and know? drawn and quartered, <laughs> like, et cetera, et cetera. 
as long as they, they, they keep it to the side, that's all right. We can we can be fine with that. <laughs> okay, wait. Uh, you know. I, I have a question about this. Where yeah. are the leaks coming from? I don't get how people have information that is not out there yet. Um, yeah, there's two elements to it. The, the one element is the kind of Game of Thrones, I think, has kind of created a genre of, of, of fans who are amazing at following production news. Like, you know, like looking at who, which crew member follows who on Instagram and then, OK, if they're there, then they must be in this location just now. Let's see if anyone on Instagram who's like a cameraman is posting from there. And they piece it together in like some kind of, you know, kind of amazing mind map on their wall kind of thing. And then the other element is that there's someone, a certain person who seems to have contacts in the crew. Whoa. Who just gets his details from somewhere. Can you describe the Game of Thrones subreddit for us a little bit? Because I was poking around in there before as a, you know, self-confessed total, noob. So, self <laughs> total noob. And I saw like different different pages almost. There was a page for spoilers and what else is on there? Yeah, so um, in terms of, of content, um, we've got some really like amazing artists. I think that's the biggest thing about our subreddit, I feel like. Um, you know, just today there was a post um, from name Chop with Chris, and you know, a while a few months ago he posted a kind of carving of a Stark banner and like a and like a, a piece of wood, and um, it's this amazing, amazing like bit of wood carving, and uh, HBO have just sent him like actual map markers from the show for three of the houses. Oh wow! Just today, wow. yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing present for him. But it's so yeah, we've got a lot of great fan art. We've obviously got some kind of tinfoil hat theories going on as well um what is the strangest game of thrones related reddit thread that you've seen pop up in relation to the show uh i mean there's one that stands out i think it originated on on the book subreddit in all fairness uh it has to be mentioned though so there's a theory that I really, this, I really, I'm not making this up, and this is so, you know, this is the, there's an essay to call it a theory of underselling it a little bit that Tyrion is actually Daenerys's son. Whoa! Yeah, actually, that and the guy cites like the Odyssey and the Iliad and all kinds of ancient Greek literature, saying that Tyrion's a time traveler. It's, and I'm not, I mean, it's just, it's so thought out. For a second, you're almost like, oh, this could be possible. And then you kind of catch yourself and realize what you're saying. It's just absolutely incredible that someone came up with that, frankly. <laughs> and did all the sort of ancient literature <laughs> citations yeah. involved, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. That's a very Reddit. I feel like that's very Reddit. Yeah, that's what it's somehow. all about. You know, that's the fun. And, you know, that, that is actually the fun of it. And uh, it's like that's the kind of thing where, you know, like look, at, I'm looking forward to the six new episodes we're going to get, obviously. Yeah. The final six episodes. But – also, the six weeks that this show is airing, it's just going to be so fun because you get so much stuff like that. Like people just having fun with the, you know theorizing about the show, and that's really what it's all about. I think. Are you throwing parties? Uh, well, the thing is, because of the subreddit, I don't really get time to. Oh no! Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, How man. much time are you spending after watching the show moderating this sub? Uh, so, like, personally, obviously, I'm in the UK, but I, I'd be up to, like, from probably until 5 a.m. or something. Oh, uh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> you know, with our subreddit, especially, you notice that even right now, 
no matter how big the show is, our subreddit isn't that busy compared to other ones of its size. But it's not quiet, but it's not that busy. But the second episode hits for the next six weeks. It's just it's just huge. I mean, it's absolutely massive for six <laughs> weeks. And, you know, you can't escape it. Like, wherever you are on the internet, you can't escape it. And um, Reddit kind of fosters that. It gives people a chance to talk about it. And, yeah, I don't know if that will be repeated with you know, so many big shows now dropping at once. Hmm. Stuart Ward, moderator of the Game of Thrones subreddit. Stuart, thank you very much for talking to us. I was happy to help. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> whatever Cheers. whatever we'll the Game of Thrones equivalent of, like, may the force be with you. I, I, seven I wish you that. <laughs> yeah. Seven blessings. <laughs> I'm sending you <laughs> blessings, I guess. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Cool. Thanks Bye, a lot, guys. Stuart. Take care. Thanks. Have a good rest of your evening. Bye-bye. All right, that is our Game of Thrones bonus content for you this week just for fun. More coming soon, including a special series on vaccines and anti-vaxxers. Get ready. See you later.